Welcome into our first edition of Road to the Draft for this year. This is our segment we do every time this year, leading up to the draft, talking about all the different news, how it affects the Bucks, who they might pick. This is the time of year that everybody loves to prognosticate. We love to predict, even though we get it wrong almost every year. But we don't we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> That's not important. Everybody gets it wrong every year. So uh, the combine is always a really fun time to start talking about this now that it's in the books because it always leads to sh- some shakeups yeah. after you see the way that the guys perform there. So based on the combine, what are some maybe of the positions you felt like were being discussed as a good idea for the Buccaneers? Well, I've been tracking mock drafts since the Bucks got eliminated from the playoffs because it's kind of like when your team no longer can, can win the Super Bowl then the next thing, your next Super Bowl is the draft, right? Yep. That's what all the fans start to care about. So um, a lot of uh, prognosticators out there, I think for good reason, have paired the Bucks with a cornerback. For one thing, the cornerback group is pretty deep this year. And also the Buccaneers have Jamel Dean, Sean Murphy Bunting, both potential free agency losses. So there's definitely a chance that there's a need there and we'll know by the draft, of course. Uh, the thing about it is before the combine, you saw a lot of different orders of how those guys were going. At the combine, a guy like Christian Gonzalez of Oregon sort of cemented his status as the top cornerback. And a lot of it looked like it fell into place a little bit more. And the funny thing is, um, Brianna Dix, team reporter, and I have been alternating drafts and we've done four of them, mock drafts. And each time we landed on a cornerback, but each time was a different guy. Mm. At this point, like one time one of us chose Devon Witherspoon, one time one of us chose Christian Gonzalez. We think both those people are going to be gone now. We think mm. Joey Parter will be gone by 19. And the guy that's rising is Maryland's Deontay Banks, who had a great combine. He, he was productive at Maryland. He ran a 4-3-5-40, was in the 99th percentile in athleticism. Wow. So I think he's moved up to the point where the where he would be in play at pick number 19. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. And then I know uh, another position that's going to be intriguing maybe for the Bucks is, is an edge rusher. Oh, I mean, sure. we know that Shaq Barrett's coming off the injury. You never know what that's going to look like. And again, with the free agents, yeah. Not a lot of people that we know for a factor on this roster right now. Is there anybody that you feel like people are mocking saying, you know what, this could be a really good person to add? Yeah, and and Todd Bowles said at the Combine that we have to get more edge rush. He he said it was weird to have your nose tackle Vita Vea be your leader in sacks. You really can't have that in a 3-4 defense. So he, he made it clear we need more pressure from the edges. So I definitely think that's in play no matter how well Shaq comes back or if Anthony resigns. And a guy that was sort of at the back end of the first round for most of the mock drafts in February is on the rise is George's Nolan Smith, who just blew up the combine. Just incredible numbers. Uh, he's only 238 pounds, which is a little small for an edge, but he actually played the run really well at Georgia, as you see right there. And uh, he ran a 439 wow. at 238 pounds. I just blew away the vertical and the broad jump, uh, and he didn't have a ton of uh, production at Georgia, but last year, Trevon Walker, same thing, didn't have a ton of sacks, blew up the combine, ended up going first overall, guy from Georgia, edge rusher. Nolan Smith's numbers at the combine were better than Trayvon Walker, so I think he's on the rise. He may not be available at 19, but I think he's a guy that is much more in play at that part of the draft than he was a month ago. Yeah, this is where some of the people that you think might be mocked to the Bucks are like, could you do a little yeah, worse? Sh- be quiet. Yeah, yeah, stop <laughs> telling everybody how great you are right now. Um, and then, of course, we know that the Bucks recently announced releasing Donovan Smith. And so now here we are, just like last year, talking about some changes on the mm-hmm. offensive line. How do you fill some of those holes? Do you move people? Do you add people? So do you feel like now this makes it where offensive tackle could be a position the Bucks are looking at? Yeah, and offensive tackle is reasonably deep this year. It's not like when we, the year we drafted Tristan Morris, there were like four blue chip prospects that literally could have gone in the top 10. They Mm -hmm. went in the top 13. But it's still a pretty deep group of pretty good prospects. And a guy that's uh, that 
you know, I don't think the Bucks would be in play for Peter Skaronsky or Paris Johnson. They're probably going to be gone by then. But if they are looking for an offensive tackle, Georgia, again, here we go with Georgia. <laughs> Georgia's uh, Broderick Jones could be there at 19. He started, he didn't have a ton of experience, started for about a year and a half for Georgia, but he played left tackle, and you could leave Tristan Morris at right tackle and put him at left tackle. And he had a very nice combine too. I mean, I don't know how much important 40-yard dash is for an offensive tackle, but he was the fastest one there. And he really had a real nice 10-yard split, which is more about quickness in that the amount of room they're going to have to actually be involved in, right? So he's a guy that the Buccaneers might be able to look at at pick 19. Yeah, based on how they've played these last few years, it does feel like when in doubt, drafted Georgia person, even though I'm sure all the Florida <laughs> people here are not loving me saying that, but it does seem like a There's a lot bit. of talent on those A lot rosters. of talent for sure there. All right, that's going to do it for us on this first edition of Road to the Draft. Again, we'll be coming to you over and over between now and the draft with any updates to things that affect all those mock drafts and who the Bucks might take. So we'll see you next time.